0: Hey there, welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast, where faith and works are empowered. With every episode, we're embracing our multi-layered lives with faith, know-how, and grit. I'm your host, Dr. Jasmine, and I'm ready to go global with you. Let's get started. Hey, global girls, welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast. I'm your girl, Dr. Jasmine, and I can't wait to have this conversation with you, like literally... I got one of my bestest friends joining me as co-host today, Miss Tiffany Nicholson. And by the way, this episode is sponsored by the Muse and the Messenger and the Tiffany Renee Collection, where you are reflected in the card. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you because um, we've talked about this, but now it's coming to fruition. And I'm also excited to have you sponsor this episode and to share with the people what you're doing, how you're doing it. So just let everyone know who you are. And then we'll get into the episode because today we're talking about what it means to go global. What does that mean? Like the Girl Go Global podcast and community is really for women who are ready to step into their power, who are ready to reach the calling they feel from within but most of all we are literally helping to empower that faith and those works to help other women live that courageous life for which god created us because By the way, our main purpose, our sole purpose on earth is to fulfill that purpose and destiny while we were born. So Tiffany, before we get started with this episode, please, please, please introduce yourself and let everyone know what you have in the bag and tell everybody about the Tiffany Renee collection.
1: My sister, I'm so excited to be on here with you. You know, this um, before we move forward, um, I'm just so proud of you. I remember when Girl Go Global was a thought and a ide- which an idea you thought it was an idea, but we since have known and see that it is a guide idea, and you know, guide ideas are totally different from regular ideas. So I'm just super proud of you to see this actual coming to fruition and a manifestation of it all. And I just can't wait to see how far it goes. Girl, we going global, okay? <laughs> um, and for all of you out there, hi, girlfriends. Um, I am Tiffany Renee. I am the owner of the Muse and the Messenger and the creator of the Tiffany Renee collection where you are reflected in the cards. Uh, as Jasmine said, um, I recently dropped a, a greeting card collection uh it has been a passion project, and um something that I have wanted to do since I was a little girl and um little girls with dreams become women who become bosses, and that's what happened <laughs> so um I have um, since dropped out um some greeting cards that range from love cards to holiday cards to birthday cards to Mother's Day cards. Uh, we are about to release our graduation promotion card, um, actually within the next week. And, um, we have a Father's Day card coming. Our Juneteenth cards are always a hit. Uh, and as the name says, the cards reflect us. So specifically me, but all of us <laughs> as a whole. Um, you know, you walk into the store, you don't see cards. Where do people look like you? Well, these cards look like you. They look like me. They like Dr. Jazz. They look like um, us all. They um, infuse some of my beliefs. They infuse um, what I value, family, nature, things of that nature. So come on, support your girl. Um, I know Dr. Jazz has gotten a few orders <laughs> herself. Um, and so I I just hope that each person that um, receives a card or gives a card, their life is changed by whether it's the message or the um, reflection that they see in the cards.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's get into this conversation. Today, we're talking about what it means to go global. Like, I'm just going to start by saying, you know, when I sat down to think about starting um, this activity for women and I wanted to like just sit back and just kind of like think about how can I what do I want to show up in the world like what do I want out of this next phase of my life um, meaning I've tra- gone through a lot of transition recently I've um, just thinking about what I want my career to look like so but I, there's some deeply passionate things that I have on my heart to do and I just wanted to kind of bundle those things up together and kind of fold them into one brand, if you will. So, I created the Girl Go Global community one because I am deeply passionate about uh, helping, mentoring women and girls. And uh, many years ago, I had a um, <coughs> excuse me, I had a uh, youth uh, young women's organization for empowering young women. We mentored over three or four hundred young ladies from ages seven to seventeen through an organization I led called Emerging Young Ladies. And I've always just really been adapt to volunteering. And then recently I published my book, Heart Rhythm, Surviving Singleness with Faith, Know How and Grit. And I was just really thinking about what I wanna do with my hands. What do I how do I want to show up? And then all these passions I have around mission work, volunteerism, empowerment, and just basically helping others. Meet their and accomplish their goals, and I decided to create Girl Go Global because one of the things that helps me is my faith, and then one of the things that helps me is just kind of writing out that strategy, figuring out how I can, you know, do all the things that God created me to do. So, this whole concept about faith know-how, strategy, and then grit, this whole idea about persistently showing up in the world, doing all the things that God lays on my heart to do. And that's really what Girl Go Global is all about. And it's really about embracing all the multi-layered layers of my life. And so I aim with whatever I'm doing, because it's still coming to fruition. It's still kind of unfolding, but I really just aim to point people back to Christ. I aim to help people reach their purpose. And by any means I can, and I aim to kind of do it fearlessly. I love it. That's what to me, um, girl go global is, but I want to hear from you. Like sis, you you just dropped a whole card line and it's dope and you've transitioned. I I remember us having conversations about your writing and I remember us us having conversations about The Muse and the Messenger. You know, we started we built The Muse and the Messenger together and then it has evolved now to your own company and you're just doing a lot of great things and I really think you're going global and I really think that you are embracing all parts of you. So I want to just kind of talk about where you get your faith to transition, keep moving with the muse and the messenger, kind of evolving. Let's hear. Like, let's hear share, you know, where that comes from for you.
1: Uh um well, first of all, I receive all of that. <laughs> I receive all of that. Um you know, I grew up a uh, a PK kid. Um, for those of you who don't know what a PK kid is, my dad used to be a a pastor, an elder in the church. And, um, so I don't know a life without faith. Um, and what do I mean by that? Even as a child, you know, you think like, oh, you were just a little kid. You didn't know what you were doing. You didn't know what you were saying. Yes, I did. You know, my mother made it her business to really instill in each of us um the power of our faith right um faith is one of the greatest if not the greatest antidote to all things uh and i know that is a big statement and you know there may be some people who don't agree yeah, say
0: that one more time say that one more time faith
1: is the antidote faith is the antidote to all things now, when y'all repeat that, y'all quote me. <laughs> um, but it will. is the antidote. <laughs> it is the antidote to right all here. things. And what do? I, and what do I mean by that? I mean that um, if you are feeling discouraged, you can lean on your faith. Mm. If you are feeling beat down, you can turn to your faith. If you need support, you can find it in your faith. If you need love, go to your faith. If you need a new idea tap into your faith. If you, whatever you need is in your faith. And it, you know, people are like, well, you know, um, that's uber religious. Yes. It has some religiosity to it, but it's also uber spiritual. Um, and you and I always had this conversation. Yeah. I'm religious, but I'm also super spiritual. And the two are not the same. Uh and so I leaned on my faith. I believe in God, mm-hmm. just for the record. You know, I believe in God. Um, and um I believe that um my God is the God that sees me and hears me. Mm-hmm. So nothing takes God by surprise when it comes to me. That's good. Like God knows the end and the beginning. Yep. And so, therefore, there's nothing that could happen to me or nothing that I could do that will surprise God. So when I'm not sure, I go back to faith. Faith is merely that belief, right? It's what makes it real. Mm -hmm. It is that belief. Um, And so a lot of times you need to believe in something bigger than you. In order to move forward, in order to succeed, in order to survive, and then later thrive. For sure. So um, I can remember my mom would teach me certain prayers, you know, nothing that was written down anywhere, prayers from her heart that worked for her. Um, When I was a little girl, when I was scared, she was like, you don't have to be scared. Do you know whose child you are? You don't have to be scared. Not only are you my child, but you're a child of God's. You are the apple of God's eye. You are the daughter of a king, you know? And so I held on to those things, right? Uh, And it sustained me, that belief that there's someone who sees me and hears me, even when I can't see or hear them. And there is someone who knows everything about me and my life. Every strand of hair on my head. Y'all know, Jazz, you know, I got a lot of hair. (laughs) Every strand of hair on my head already knows all about me, knows who I will become, knows what I will do, knows what I will say. And so it's it's like the center of me. You know, I know you heard people say, go back to your center where that's where my faith is, that seed. And I don't need a lot of it. If I just have a little bit of it, it will sustain me and take me on. Um, I think girl goes global is, um, a call to action, right? It's a call to action, um, for women all over the world, no matter your age, it crosses, it, it crosses generations, uh, It doesn't make a difference what your preferences are. You know, um, it is a call to action to be who you're, who you were called to be, be who you were birthed to be, right? Live life on purpose. Um, nothing's too big for you, um, to accomplish if you circle back, you know, to this faith. Um, I also feel like I'm going to say it's like a de- it's like a declaration of permission and and I'm using the word permission for lack of a better word um at the moment. Um but it is like a liberation. It gives you permission to go beyond what you thought, beyond what they said about you, beyond what they said you were capable of, beyond what you your my your finite mind may think that you are capable of and to expand your reach. So yes, Tiffany, Renee, and the muse and the messenger, we're going global. That is, that is the goal. Um, And what does that mean? That means that I'm just expanding my reach. I'm going beyond what I thought was capable. So one thing I just had a birthday recently had a birthday. birthday. Um, Thank you. And uh, something that I do for my birthday is the night before I come up with a prayer or a mantra that I'm going to pray throughout that year. And so this year, my prayer was, God show me how good it can be.
0: Mm, That's good. the reason... Wait a minute.
1: The reason... That's good. Gosh, God showed me how good it can be Yeah, let that settle in.
0: Yeah. whats this, what a young, you
1: know sit, what that does? You all say sit in it real
0: quick. Sit, sit in that real quick.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, Um. I, I. you know. And, and the reason why. Like, how yes, did you get there? Let's,
0: let's I, run that back real quick. Like, was there a time when you felt like you weren't basking in the goodness? So, like, what? Did, how did you get to that prayer? Like, what does that mean? And. Was there a place that you were before where you weren't, you know, acknowledging the goodness or you just, uh, is that, let's explain that a little bit for me.
1: Okay. So it wasn't, that I wasn't acknowledging the goodness because I've been abundantly blessed. Okay. Let's no, be I clear. That. Thank um, you. It's okay. Especially in the last couple of years, like, you know, God is showing off.
0: Mm, he, God, I gotten. know, you know, God ain't supposed to have, God ain't supposed to have favorites, but I feel like I'm a favorite, listen, you know? Bro, um, however. So I'm, I'm definitely up right up there with Listen, you, you already know. <laughs> right. Um, but what I realized
1: was I was asking for these specific things. And one night I like woke up like, you, you think it's too small. mm. And then I realized like, oh, me specifically asking for these things, maybe putting God in a box.
0: Hmm.
1: I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be the one to put God in a box hmm. because God honors bold prayers, right? And bold thoughts and bold desires. And whether it's they're big or small, whatever you have in the crevice of your heart, God, you know, God knows about. And so there was like this thing where like, I thought I was supposed to be somebody, right? I always knew that, like, even as a little girl, like, I'm going to be somebody big, but I didn't know what kind of somebody I was going to be, right? Mm-hmm. And then I realized, like, maybe a year or two ago, when I just stopped being scared and embraced all these guide ideas that were coming to me and said, well, let me just try it. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for 39 years, 38 years, I sat with this dream of a greeting card line. Because I was, I love to give cards and I was tired of going in the store and when I get the cards, they don't say what I want them to say. The people on the cards don't look like me. And so I'm like, you want something done, Tiffany, do it yourself. Mm. Why, who are you waiting on to rescue you or to do what you want to be done? Do it yourself. You're capable. Everything you need, you got. And what I know for sure is if God gives you the vision, God gives you the provision as well. Yeah. Okay. Like I wanted God to put some super on my natural, (laughs) you know what I mean? And, And show me what I could do. And so I just started and I did it. And now I'm like people from Kali, write, You know, emailing me and writing me about, Oh my gosh, I never had customer service like this. You know, this is, you're awesome. Like, and it's, I always love when someone from not, philly not maryland yeah. Yeah, not Atlanta. to re- take you know yes talks to me about my cards because it's like whoa my cards are reaching people i don't yeah, know yeah that's
0: like the best right? feeling So anyway so when people like outside ever, of your circle right that you don't know when you reach when you go be on that family and friends stage in business you doing something? You know, it's one thing to that's sell like, to your that's mom, your cousin, your friend, your 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 even your church friend, your church buddy. You know, someone's connected to you. But when you reach people beyond that, that's like one of the best feelings. So I definitely can feel you on that.
1: I do a little dance every time. I do a little <laughs> dance every time. But <laughs> you know, I like to dance. But um, what? So what I realized is that you know, maybe I was boxing God in or you know that popular meme where the little girl's holding a teddy bear don't want to get a teddy bear up but got a, i think Jesus is standing in the meme oh, with yeah. this big old super sized teddy bear behind his back and I and that's the picture that I got in my mind like oh oh I'm playing myself okay pause I'm not even going to give you no parameters, God. Just show me how good it can be. Just show me how good it can be, whether it's in my personal life, my romantic life, whether it's in my professional life, whether it's in my business or my brand, whether it's in, you know, whatever it is, show me how good it can be. Because what does that do? That takes all the stipulations off of God, all the boundaries that we like to put in place when we say we're giving something to God, but we really don't. You know, it takes away all the boundaries and it just allows God to be God. Mm. And you stay out the way. Yeah. Because I don't know how
0: good it can be because I never experienced it yet, right? I only could experience how good it has been. Right, because we limit. Like, so, you know, that's dope. That's dope. You know, I was, oh, I was just, you know, just going back to... What I was sharing with you earlier when we talked, you know, um, how my husband we did our family prayer on Sunday, and he just let me know he like he said he felt like the Lord was just sharing with him, like don't put, don't think too small, and don't put limitations on what you're doing. What those things that God has hidden in your heart to do don't look at it as a small thing, you know? And so that's what we do. Like that's, that's so say that, tell your prayer one more time. That's just like, listen, I love those one little one liners. Cause you can just repeat that in the car while you driving. You can wake up in the morning, like God show off for of me today. You know, do do you God have your way, you know, those one minute prayers, man they've opened some doors for me for sure because I know many instances when I've prayed just one line like Lord you know make a bust a, which we, what we used to say at work bust a move God bust a move, <laughs> bust a move God like bust <laughs> bust bust that move for sure man so yeah so um, God just good. show me how good it can be just show, show me how good me how it can good be it can like be. that might be wherever you want to show prayers. me you know you we, we've all been through a lot <laughs> um these last few years you know people have lost loved ones people you know we just just endure so much you know it's time for some change. changes time for some reinvigoration of our lives in different ways by whatever that means and that's not always monetary you know materialistic just you know I'm grateful right. to be celebrating my birthday in a couple of weeks at the end of May so
1: you know, Yay. I'm grateful
0: for life. I'm grateful for so much, and you know that—that's to me. That's showing. That's showing me how good it can be.
1: Because yeah, it really millions of
0: people didn't make it.
1: Exactly, and so you gotta. Re- so that's where that's where it lies. So, like, how good it can be could be in the small things, because small things make big impacts. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's be clear. Or it could be in like the big things. But one thing, you know. What what does what the brand God is dope say? I talk to God in public. Okay. So I speak to God in public, you know? And so like when I was praying that, I, you know, I heard, you know, I felt impressed upon like, well, if I show you how good it can be, don't block it, hmm. you know, because fear sets in and then, we, you know, that's the thief of all things. Right. You know? And so I was like, okay, I won't block it. And I promise you. I started saying that and like I saw things leading up to that time that I had decided to pray that prayer where stuff was shifting for me. Um, and so I was like, you know, okay. But the, the night before I, I prayed it the night before my birthday, I prayed it. And then I promise you on my birthday, things just started dropping in my lap. Things just started dropping in my lap. Um, people reaching out to me cause they want to meet for lunch to do a business meeting. They want me to, um, they wanted to know if my coaching services applied to celebrities and on air personalities and things of that nature. And I'm like, absolutely. You know, people know me for coaching, um, people to public publicly speak, you know, and executives and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, so I was like, you know, okay, God. And I'm sitting here listening to what they're asking me to do. Did I get afraid a little bit? I'm not even going to front, you know, (laughs) I got, I got a little afraid. I got scared, and then I heard in my back of my mind, "Do it afraid." Yep. Because I asked for this.
0: Show me how good it can be. You, you sure did.
1: Not only the, you know, then you know, I got a, you know a couple opportunities. They're like, "Hey, um, do you want to write for season three? And I'm like, "Oh wait, you know, like, you know, I try to shy away from the industry a lot. You know, I like to be in the background, um, but I'm surrounded by it. You know." And so I was like, okay, fine, you know, maybe this is my time. But in all things that I do, I do pray and ask God to order my steps. But in praying that prayer, you know, we always like, Lord, order my steps. God, order my steps. But you got to take a step for God to order, for God to order them, you know? So, you know, just little things like that. So I think, you know, Girl Go Global, it's not only a call to action, but it's a liberation. It's, you know, it's a liberation. It is, it is a declared permission To go beyond not just what their expectations were of you, but what your own expectations are of you.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, I, um, you said global don't mean,
1: oh, we got to go to a different country.
0: Listen, that's that's already there. We understand that the word global is all about locality anyway, but that's a given. But we just like with the with the with the concept, we're just taking it a step further. Like, you know, it's just it's really about going to new dimensions and higher heights and deeper depths. Oh, yeah. That sounds like some part, you know, for sure. But that part, that's really what it's all about you know it's just but is that churchy because that's applicable no i just feel like i heard that (laughs) somewhere it's not i don't know that that's churchy i I I just think it's applicable in all walks of life (laughs) Oh man, like, yeah.
1: You may have heard you may have heard somebody's preacher say it, but it it doesn't stop at the church, you know. And you know, you and I always had this conversation. I don't think the church stops within the four walls. Oh, no, definitely. In not. my life and in my experience, the kingdom. church goes far beyond the walls of a building. It's, it's it definitely about all about relationship kingdom.
0: connection. I, fully, fully, fully embrace that kingdom mindset. You know, we are supposed to be out. And all, all the uttermost parts of the earth doing, you know, the works works for God and being his ambassadors in the earth. So definitely got that. So let's talk a little bit. You've talked a little bit. You've hinted a little bit about, you know, what you do. Got your card collection. You doing some coachings and things like that. But, you know, going global also is about strategy, you know. God gives us strategy, you know, we got mm-hmm. faith or so we got to wake up with and do some works, you know, faith without works is dead. And that's really like the part of this concept. That's that's Bible, you know, faith without works is dead. And so what I like to call it is know-how, you know, some of this stuff, you know, God drops those seeds in your heart to say, oh, go this way, go that way. But, you know, some of us, we go to school, we we do all kinds of things to help us with strategy and implementation. Right. So I want to talk about, you know, your thoughts You know, and and talk about yourself a little bit, you know, and I can talk about me as well. But I really want to hear from you just like that know-how. You you, Not only do you have a card line, you're a writer, you're doing some coaching. You've been a speech writer for uh, President Obama's appointees. And that's like for the audience out there. You know, Tiffany's my girl. We worked, we met at work, working in federal government. And we were speechwriters. I was a special assistant to um, one of o- President Obama's appointees, and we were both speechwriters for for um, one of the f- top federal agencies. But that's how we met, and we 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 kindled a relationship, started a business, started amusing the messenger together. And she's branched off, and I've branched off into my own thing. But we're still working together. You see, we're on this podcast right now, right? So. <laughs> Um, we're, we're forever connected. She um, can't get rid of me. <laughs> no, you definitely can't get rid of me. And so, um, <laughs> you know, let's just talk to the people about, you know, how we got to the speechwriter. Let's talk to people about how we both, we're both writers, um, different ways, different strengths. And we kind of meet each other in the middle with our weaknesses, you know, kind of filling in those gaps. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that strategy, how we got there, how we, we both, um, you know, kind of reach where we are today. Cause we still got some places to go, but we've accomplished quite a lot, you know, with the, (laughs) with the help of the Lord we met. So, um, share the people, share with the people, like, how did you get into writing? Um, let's talk a little bit real quick about speech writing, that kind of thing. Cause there might be some ladies out there, Or gents um, who are interested in um, speech writing, writing, creative writing, or just starting a writing business. The Music and the Messenger is a boutique um, writing um, company and editing firm that we started back in 2016. Um, Since then, I've branched off into um, uh, my personal business, JLM Global Consulting. It's a communications firm, um, but it's more on the the side of training. I do do some writing for, for businesses and things of that nature um different model same kind of concept to some degree um but just a kind of a different lane but um share with the people how you got started with writing career and then how it evolved into this greeting card line like give some people some strategies that they can use for their lives
1: well, speaking of going global, the Muse and the Messenger has since shifted. Talking about strategy, sometimes your strategy has to be with going with the flow instead of force, right? Um, we started um, the Muse and the Messenger as this freelance writing boutique, where we still hold a lot of those characteristics as as a writing boutique. It has since morphed into like this creative cipher, right? <laughs> um, you know. I know that when I first my first love of writing started in creative writing, right? Um poetry, spoken word. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: it feels like that's been so yeah, long me ago that, you know, did I that. that I too. You know, I started a creative writing major at um, Morgan State University, HBCU made over here.
1: Yeah. Oh, so I went to Morgan as well, which we didn't know each other when we nah. went to Morgan, which is funny, but that just shows you how alignment plays a part in what you're supposed to be doing and where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. Um, we didn't meet at Morgan. We both graduated from Morgan, maybe a year apart Yeah, I did, oh, and didn't even know each other and didn't even know each other, uh, started working for the federal government and, you know, I wasn't doing anything that had to do with writing. My background was in psychology and in therapy and counseling. Like both of my degrees are in <laughs> psychology. My master's is in counseling psych practitioner track. Like I was on my way to being someone's therapist. And um, I started working for the government because I thought that was going to be a shoe in for me to do therapy within the government. And little did I know that that would take me all around the mulberry bush um, to get to, I think they were like doing like a detail. I don't know if y'all, you know, know anybody work for the government, but they always got a detail going on. And, um, I actually kind of got bamboozled into applying for this detail by one of my um, friends in Soror. And she was like, oh, just do it. Just do it. What you scared? And I mean, anybody who know me, know I'm not backing down from that. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll do it. I did it. Little did I know that Jasmine would be one of the people who would be interviewing me and giving me, you know, my writing samples, um, topics and stuff. And I did it and it worked out. Shortly after that, you know, they picked me up for the detail. Shortly after that, that team got dismantled because promotion happened. Mm -hmm. And so people started going, you know, different places. So instead of just doing a detail for maybe the deputy commissioner, we were now doing it for the acting you know, commissioner, which now means that we were working for a presidential appointee. Obama's one of his appointees, which was like gasp, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it was funny because I used to, you got to be careful what you say mm. or be intentional about what you say, because I used to joke and be like, when I leave this agency, I'll be putting my words in the commissioner's mouth, mm. jokingly saying Literally, that. wow. Come on, yes.
0: manifestation
1: jokingly saying that and found myself eventually the principal speechwriter. Yeah. <laughs> for one of the, our United States biggest federal agency. So that's how that happened. That's how Jasmine and I met. And we, we created this friendship, like that was like no other. Um, and we would literally sit in on our downtime, sit in our offices and talk about the things we saw for our future. hmm and I remember running and like, oh, my God, I had a dream. And this was in the dream. And I told you the dream. And you were like, without second thought, like, let's do it. Let's do it. So, you know, eventually we stopped working for um, the presidential appointee because, you know, White House administration change, all this stuff happens. And so then we were able to really go forth and create this business, yeah. you know, because we like to keep our... Um, integrity in yeah check. for
0: sure we, we, <laughs> so, by, just a caveat, we waited we our business until
1: we trans- after trans- we were out of those positions <laughs> right um but we waited and we did and so like um there were like things you know where I was weak Jasmine those were her strengths and where she was child or where you know I don't even know if I should say challenge. I just think she ain't like some of the stuff. So <laughs> is she, and then I would, I would come in. So when we created the muse in the messenger, I came in as like creative director, founder, and creative director. And then Jasmine was like founder and she dealt with the business. I can't stand dealing with the business, but I know I got to. I'm, I'm doing better. Oh, yeah, um, but. <laughs> But yeah, so that's how it happened. You know, and then I became this speechwriter. And then you look up and it's 10 years later. And now you've been a speechwriter for 10 years. you coach coached executives throughout the government, yeah. preparing speeches for congressional hearings yeah. and yeah. doing people from other states that you didn't even know knew you existed, reaching out to their people to see if your people can get you to write for them. It, it, it was crazy the way it morphed, you know. And then... um we separated, which was crazy. Again, I don't know. It was mind boggling for me that God would wait till we were going to be living in two different states to for us to create this business and do this. But we did. Um, and then when I went to, I came to Atlanta, Someone's like, "You ever ran a, a broadcasting studio?" I'm like, uh, "No." They're like, "Well, we've seen what you did with your coaching, with executives, and, and stuff like that. We think you can do the same thing with on-air personalities. You think you can do that?" And I'm like, "Uh, I can try. Can we negotiate that it's temporary?" <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And they say yes. Then next thing you know, it's been six years, and I'm running a broadcasting studio for the government. You know, so it's just like a lot. You know, and I think. Like I said, one of my major strategies is just flowing, right? Stop forcing. I think that struggle is unnecessary, and I've learned that within like the last couple of years. Mm. Struggle is an unnecessary experience. The reason why we struggle is because we're fighting against whatever is flowing, mm. right? Yeah. We're fighting against the flow. We're trying to force a thing.
0: Yeah, we're
1: trying to force a thing. So I just stopped, I stopped struggling, and I just flowed, and and I went in the direction. That of the flow. And if I got there, I trusted, I went circle back to my faith and trusted that if I'm here, God knows I'm here. And it's a reason for me to be here.
0: Yeah. I mean, right. It's kind of interesting, you know, how so stuff evolves like that, you know, I, I get people to ask me all the time, you know, how did you get to have these, this opportunity and that opportunity like, literally, I didn't have no mentor. <laughs> I didn't have, you know, you know, when I say a mentor, a professional mentor, you know, when you when you grow up and in your career, especially in federal government, they always want to, you know, you got to have they want you to have an executive mentor or something like that or a coach or whatever. I didn't, At the time, I, I always say, God, you know why? Because We were those. That's what we were. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I always say that's what we were. We were the the coaches. Yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> but you know, they always want you to have someone that's going to affirm you, validate you. You know, I just believe in doing good work, showing up, doing my work. But one of the things that I know for sure, um, when I um, in middle school, when I decided I was going to be an English major, when I went to college, um, all three degrees in English, some type of English lit, American lit, African American lit, that kind of thing, um. That's, that's what I focused on. I got my, my marching orders <laughs> and that's what I focused on. And what that did was cultivate my abilities to write, put together words and phrases and expand it. Expanded. I've gotten better and better as the years have gone on. And so that's how I ended up in certain situations, doing good work, hard work, work ethic, and then staying focused on that thing that I, that's, I'm, that's the, I'm the strongest at, right? So people always want to, you know, always ask me, you know, how did you get to, you know, work, do these different things? Or even when I transitioned after the um, administration, I went into human resources, here I am taking my, abil- my abilities and my skills and showing up. And I got my executive leadership asking me to write, major reference for the whole organization. You know, when you show up, and this is this is the strategy I'm putting out there for everybody, when you show up to use your best skills despite the type of position, right? Because I'm in HR. Um, I show up using some of my best skills and talents, doing it to my best of my ability, and then what happens? I get to train over 400 employees how to write, do executive communications I get to be the point person for writing agency plans and I don't have no experience in HR none so what I'm saying is strategy is showing up with your best skills and then shining what were you saying
1: and then also, I, and I said, you build that, those skills you build over time, over time. because yeah. I came don't, into don't the overnight. studio with, you know, with no, right. With no studio background. And the, the the people who are already in the studio are looking at me like I got five heads because what is this little, and I was mostly the youngest, what is this little girl going to teach us? And, you know, I'm like, well, first of all, they brought me here for PR, but let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know. I started out as someone who didn't grow up in a studio and now I'm the mentor for literally the rest of the studio managers. You know what I mean? Like, because what'd you do? You showed up. The other strategy I think is you got to use what you have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to use what you have to get you places, to put you places. What do I mean? Um, I know that I had the gift of words, mm-hmm. right? I knew that I can put some words together. (laughs) If I can't do anything, I can put words together. I can put, um, what is supposed to, you know, I can encourage, I started leaning on my, my psychology teachings. Right. And I'm like, okay, I know how to read people. I was taught for the last eight years, how to people watch and what to do with people and things of that nature. Um, and so I started using that. So even when I wasn't sure what to do, I was sure of how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Right. I was sure of how to address a person. Um, I was sure of how do I code switch and speak their language. Mm-hmm. And so then that started setting me apart from everybody. Yeah. Because everybody can't speak everybody's language. Yeah and everybody doesn't know how to approach certain people. And where people were approaching person A with one, two, and three, I realized that one, two, and three was a direct opposition of who that person was. So I tried to approach them with A, B, and C. Yeah. So you have to use what you already know, because you think those experiences that your previous experiences are for naught, but they're not. They're actually part of What's going to get your strategy and your game plan to get you where you're destined to be? That's right, right? Um, That's right? I look at the work I'm doing in the in the you know the film industry, the TV industry and I'm looking at that and I'm like, wow, if I never worked for the government and became the speechwriter, which led me to become a studio manager, I wouldn't know anything about studio. Yeah. I wouldn't know anything about now if you're gonna put somebody on air out of the out of Atlanta's region. They gotta they gotta come past me first, and I have to be like, "Oh yeah, they can go on air," or "No, they not ready yet." Mm. That's the same thing that I do in the industry. Like, you know, if I I can tell by somebody reading off a teleprompter if they're ready or not. Yeah, you know, so little things like that. So, strategies, you know, one, flow, two focus on your strengths, monopolize on your strengths. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what you said, Jazz. Um, three, use what you have, everything you need in a circumstance, you already have it. Yeah. Period. Period. If it's, if it's God led, you already have it or it's going to be supplied for you. Yeah. So that worrying, that concept of nothing is wasted. And that concept of worrying, I let that go.
0: Channel. all i do was gave me
1: all i did was give me gray hair and I, I i don't have the patience all the time Listen. okay
0: <laughs> i learned to go ahead and go to sleep chick <laughs> tell myself chick yes go to sleep because staying up worrying about stuff that you can't change is just gonna give you bad puffy eyes Then you have to get you know puffy eye cream
1: yeah and we don't need that and we don't need that yeah. um so you know it's funny i was talking to my partner Maybe last night. And he was saying to me, um, you know, babe, we know what you're strong at. We know how you connect with people and, you know, things that... He was like, so in your downtime, work on those areas that are challenging for you. Mm -hmm. Force yourself to do them. Force yourself to face them so that they won't have power over you. Yeah. So so you won't feel, you know, like inferior to them. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Uh, okay, yeah." He's like, "When well, your downtime, you know, you know, some of us have the luxury of God hiding us or teaching us things in the sh- in the shadow, mm. right?" And and he's right. Yeah, that's some cool. of us have the luxury of God teaching us lessons in God's shadow, so it's not. Broadcasted for everybody to know, oh, she don't know this, or it's not broadcasted for everybody to know, oh, she can't do this, or whatever. So, God will, you know, quietly teach me. And I'm like, you know, people like, why I'm not in the forefront yet? Well, because I'm quietly teaching you. Yeah. And when you're ready and you won't embarrass yourself or me, Mm -hmm. because let's be real, if God told you to do something, and you go and do it. It's not you that's on the line. It's God's name that's on the line now. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But and i never seen God send something out and return to him void. Uh, you know. How about that?
0: <laughs> or her void, yeah. you know. You know. <laughs> so. He gonna, And then the one thing that I like about God, he going to give you the strategy. It's, it's up to you to take it and implement it. Um. But you got to have faith to do that. Right. And you got to have a little courage and persistence, right? So, you know, it's one thing to have faith... It's another thing to have the strategy that you can implement. Isn't one the, the the skills, knowledge, and abilities? Um, but to go global, it's really going to take grit, you know, because this stuff don't happen overnight. So courage, you know, for me, grit is something that's a long term thing, because we can have be courageous in moments, oh, baby. But that that thing that's going, to, it take me, it took you a, a long time to get to the place where you become that speech writer, or you become you launch that greeting card line or I launch my, my, my new training initiative whatever the case is you gotta keep at it you gotta cause when you have those hardships you gonna have to keep going you know what I mean it it wasn't easy you know we worked 12 hour days when we were working together 12-14 hour days you know so if you didn't have some level Up at of one grit in the morning, three when you got in the knocked morning. down and came back and the, they didn't like this paragraph in this speech, or you know or that that language didn't fit quite right or the data was wrong you you, you people my or point they throw, is the you get, you throw the whole speech out the whole speech out, but you're gonna get knocked down like you know even in business we're both business owners um as well as you know in a professional world, but you know even in business, things aren't flowers and roses, so let's talk a little bit about you know. What's something, how can we encourage other women? You know, we've given some strategies. We talked about our faith and how we apply our faith to our personal personal brands and businesses and things of that nature. But like, what's some encouragement that we can give other women who say, you know, where you get your passion, your passion and persistence from? How, um, How could you, how could we okay. encourage that, you know, encourage women to, you know, keep going, you know, because it's not going to be easy.
1: Okay. Well, a couple of things. First thing is, um, you have to remind yourself of who you are and what you've already done. Uh, you have survived on today. You have survived 100% of your worst days. Mm. Okay. So Mm -hmm. let's talk, like you have survived 100% of your worst days, whether you barely did it or not.
0: Don't even make me cry right now. For sure
1: i'm just I'm just saying, like that's a reality check for us. We're so critical and hard on ourselves. Yeah. We have to remember that we have survived one hundred percent of our worst days. And the proof is the tangible proof of that is we are still here. <laughs> we are right here. so that's that's the first thing. um the second The second thing is um that courage that is rooted in self-talk. Mm -hmm. whether you say it out loud or to yourself mentally, it is rooted in self-talk. If you don't believe you can do something, you have already made the decision. Hmm. What they say, like if you say, that's good. Say that one more
0: time.
1: Your self-talk. If you don't believe that you can do something, you've already made the decision. So if you don't believe you can do it, you already decided you put it out there that you're not going to do it because you already decided in your mind that I can't do this. And so I'm a firm believer, you know, everybody, you know, this 2022, everybody talking about the universe and manifestation and intentions and things of that nature. And I believe in all of that. But I also believe that God puts the universe on assignment
0: right god created the universe okay let's that's right i don't don't even want to get into that we ain't we ain't had a conversation but god created the universe some people praying to the universe but god created it god puts the universe on assignment Mm -hmm. i don't care how people
1: get to god as long as they get there Mm -hmm. that's my dad used to tell me i don't care how you get to god as long as you get there um but so you have to decide when you're setting your intentions Mm -hmm. and you're manifesting things. The reason why things manifest is because you believe. Yeah. Because you have told your brain, it's just like working out. You you could work out way more than what you can, but your brain's like, Oh, we tired. We got to stop. But if you tell your brain, we not tired, we don't have to stop. You will continue to work. Your, Your legs will keep working. And so you have to believe. All right. You have to believe in yourself. You have to, even if you don't believe it, you got to tell yourself it until you believe it. One of the things that I wake up, I have it on a post-it. Yes, i be on my Mary Jane. i be on my Mary Jane. I, look, and I both. write it on a post-it. I, mean, I write it on a post-it. And one one of the posts I have is God show me how good it can be. But on other posts I have, I am a talented writer. Mm-hmm. You know, I start speaking things into existence. You already know how I get about that, Jasmine. I start speaking things into existence. I am favored. Mm -hmm. I live an abundant life. I am prosperous. The Muse and the Messenger is a billion-dollar brand. You know, like, I start speaking these things, right? You know, when I'm about to drop a card, uh, like, I... Uh, the Mother's Day card, you know, I was really pushing it on the Mother's Day card. I was pushing the time. I, I, I'm still surprised that it even got out on time, but it did. But when, you know what I still said, even though I was scared I wasn't going to make a deadline, this card will sell out. And guess what it did? Sold out. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Like you have to speak these things, right? So you have to, sometimes you have to convince yourself. And also realize that sometimes you are going to be your only encourager. Mm. And that is okay. It only takes you to believe in what you want to do. Yeah, Just you. And you know what happens when you believe? God will put somebody, put your name in somebody's psyche. Put your name in a room, at a table that you didn't even know that you had a seat at. Mm -mm. But you got to believe. Because you, if God gave you a vision and you're saying that it can't happen, it says less about your skills and your credentials and more about what you believe God is capable of. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in the business of offending
0: God. Yeah, we, no, we're not. No, we're not. So, you know, one of the things I'll say, you know, I'm a big proponent, you know, of many of the things Tiffany's talked about. But I'm really into seeing myself where I want to be. I've been doing that mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Like, I'm literally visualizing. You manifested me. I'm visualizing you me. my vision, right? I'm visualizing the vision. I see myself at graduation. I see myself a mother. I see myself, I saw myself as a wife. You know, those things that I desire in my heart, I literally visualize the vision. And so that's what I want to just share. You know, the thing I think visualization going, plays a big part. Yeah, manifestation, all of that. You know, vision. I made a whole vision board. You know about my career, uh, even a vision board about getting married. Hello, so <laughs> that's what I desired, and so I wasn't ashamed of it. So. And you have to focus on that. that? If you're going to make a vision board and you're
1: going to have a vision, I, I, I'm a complete believer in what you just said, Jess. Um, Visualization is very powerful, just as powerful as the tongue, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're going to visualize it, that means that you can't allow anything to plant a seed of doubt regarding it. Yep. Just how, um, what is it? Like faith and worry can't really occupy the same space
0: right it's an oxymoron
1: (laughs) you know it's a paradox right that's paradoxical yeah um but you have to you have to be you have to see it and 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 know for sure like even if everybody else is saying no that's not going to happen there's no way that can happen you can't do that you know the naysayers they're they're going to come you know but it's just you know it's for you to strengthen that faith muscle faith is a muscle yeah all right and you got to strengthen it and i let me just clear up something i said she she visualized me because <laughs> don't no, got to tell people everything <laughs> Jad let's just say this jasmine knew she was going to have a friend named tiffany um, before she met she met me That's just it. we, we might um, y'all get in but,
0: another episode we might talk about my imaginary <laughs> friend named tiffany one day
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no so i i think that is i think that is good um visualization yeah oh and Write it down as many times as you need to. Mm. You need to see it. Mm. Write it down. Write it down. Yeah. Write it down. I found
0: a um a list. I guess in one of my Bibles, I found a, a list of goals. I think I wrote like my five-year goals and 10-year goals. And I had written it down. I put the date on that. It was 2009. I was like, dang. And, that, and some of the things that I had written on that list, I could literally check off. And I was like, dang, girl, you did that. and like so anyway we've been talking to y'all uh quite a while um thank you so much for tuning in um this is the girl go global podcast i want to give tiffany an opportunity to share how you can connect with her obviously we want you to like share and give us a review on, on this podcast because we are building this but at the same time Um, We want you to don't keep it to yourself, share it with others. So Tiffany, tell the folks how they can also connect with you. Go follow the Girl Go Global on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can follow me at Dr. Jasmine Lee Morse and check me out and subscribe uh, to my website and for more information and details about what I got going on. Tiffany? Great. Um, Thank you, Jazz, um, for
1: this opportunity. This was fun um, chatting Oh, Oh allowing the world in on our private conversations. Yeah, right. Cause this is stuff we talk about all, <laughs> all the time, the time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, on a daily basis. But, um, yeah, um, you can, um, check me out on Instagram, the muse in the messenger on Instagram at the muse in the messenger. Uh, if you want to, um, contact me personally, it's the muse underscore Tiffany T I F F A N Y Renee R E N E E, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, if you're looking for cards where you're reflected, you can, um, go to www.themuseinthemessenger.com. Uh, there is a shop tab that you can click on and click on the Muse, uh, uh, the Tiffany Renee collection to order your cards. Um, and more cards dropping. We try to drop at least two cards a month.
0: So check us out. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. As my co-host today, we were talking about what it means to go global. And I hope that as we continue to have these conversations that we'll delve deeper and have deeper conversations about what it means to go global, not only with our faith, but also professionally and our personal relationships and um, so much more. I'll be having other guests. So just kind of stay tuned. And we will be hearing from Tiffany again. I've enjoyed this conversation. So thanks so much for joining us. Stay tuned for more. Bye.